They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hi, welcome back. You're home of Pelicans basketball. We'll get back at it tomorrow night. We'll get into that here in a quick second. As we continue our conversation today, Connor Payton joins us, son of Sean Payton. You know who that is. At CTPayton19 is the way to follow Connor over on Twitter. Connor, thanks for the time this afternoon, man. How are you? Doing good. Thank you for having me. For sure. Obviously, I want to talk about your dad, the Saints, your time here. But my segment, our intern here, Jordan Kleber, apparently says he was teammates with you on some flag football. I never football said teammates. I said we went, to school, we went to elementary school together at, at Mary Queen of Peace. Right. And then I asked him what year he was. He's two years older than you. So here we go again. Just because he went to the same school, was on some flag football thing. Now he's your friend and a teammate. Totally, yeah. I I, I remember him, of course. <laughs> See, I told you. Exactly. I have no idea who you are. Uh, how how often do you think that happens, Connor? Where people are like, hey, I know Connor Payton. How happen, How often does that happen? Uh, honestly, a, a little bit. I mean, New Orleans is you know it's kind of a small town, so everybody kind of knows everybody. <laughs> so definitely a lot of those stories. And I've ran a lot of people here at TCU that are like, hey, uh, we I met you once in watercolor, 2007. You remember me? And I'm like, oh, totally, yeah, seven years old time, of course. <laughs> Hey, you don't want to ever be rude, right? Because obviously that would that would wind up on Twitter or on TikTok or social media. Um, exactly. What what has this week been like for you? It's been crazy, man. It's been sad, and it's been it's been cool though too to see everybody how much my dad's kind of impacted them in the city, and it's been it's been hard though on us. And I know it was a hard decision for my dad, obviously, but it's sad. And I know he was grateful for his time, and I was obviously so grateful to just be a part of it for the ride for sixteen years of my life. When did y'all know? I mean, we kind of knew right when y'all knew. We knew when he was – I knew after the season ended he was kind of talking about it and okay. he was having a hard time, a little burned out. But we didn't really know what he was going to do. And until probably the night before the news broke, he told us that he had a meeting and he was probably going to step away. And I was – we were all shocked. But, we, I mean, we knew he had this right decision in mind. But it was mm-hmm. it was a crazy thing to hear. It's crazy to think, um, you know, that – because we had heard a lot of those reports this week, Connor, that it was going back and forth and changing your mind. And I think a lot of that isn't maybe you don't know what to do. It's just you you have a great perspective on it. it it's been such a part of his life, and it means so much to him. And it's kind of all you sort of know to an extent. It's a, probably a little terrifying a bit. No, exactly. Yeah, I mean, because I was five years old when we moved to New Orleans, and he became the coach. And so it's really all I've known him doing. And it's going to be a, definitely a big change for our whole family. But I know he had – it's the right idea in mind. He's put himself first, and I totally respect him for it. But it's been hard, and it's been sad just to leave such a great thing behind. Speaking with Connor Payton, Sean Payton's son, I think one of the things, Connor, that I've actually spoken about a lot this week when I go on different shows, obviously covering the Saints as long as your dad's been here as well, is, you know, why did he do this? What's this sort of like? And, look, I have a five-year-old. So I've kind of looked at it a little bit differently, and your sister posted a tweet, and I keep referencing this, and it's photos of you guys. And there you are at five, man. You're 21 now, right? Or something. And I'm like, dude, that's my kid 15, 16 years later. And and you see those photos and it just really hits you how much time has passed really in all of that. When you have seen that this week and photos that you posted and your sisters posted, is it, is it kind of surreal to sort of see yourself sort of grow up in photos like that and realize everything that's taken place? Yeah, I mean, it really is. And it, it's every season just kind of adds up real quick. And you notice that how fast you go through life. And that's how I think he's noticed and how it's always been go, go, go. And an itinerary for him, his whole career as a coach, which has been more than half his life. So I know with him, it's just been crazy to see 
probably how much we've changed while he's been here, and it's been crazy for me to see. I mean, coming here when I was a five-year-old, not even really like football, and then next thing you know, I'm crying when Garrett Harley hits the kick to send us to the Super Bowl. So, but when you look at that experience there as well, you know, I've just read, heard stories, watched thirty for thirties, kind of like you have of uh, other players talk about that you know had dads in the NFL like Cam Jordan other things of that nature and what it was like to be around locker rooms and things of nature is that something that stands out to you having been part of those moments you on the field when we're going to the Super Bowl on the field when you win the Super Bowl or just moments of being at practice and stuff yeah I mean throughout all those years I've been so grateful just to be a part of some crazy teams and some great moments but it makes it so much more real and real and you feel like you're a part of the team and you feel like you're part of the city and the culture so that's why it makes it so hard to leave, but I mean, being here as a kid, it was just something crazy to grow up on. You, it almost just becomes normalized just because he's been the coach for so long, and it's 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 sad to see, but it's been some great memories. All right, I want some dirt. Who was the the best player that you like to hang around over in the locker room, and who was one that you kind of like? Oh, he's in the locker room. <laughs> I didn't have any really negative uh, <laughs> experiences with anybody, but I was always a big Devery Henderson fan as a kid, and he was such a great guy real well-spoken, and same with Marcus Colson. I was a big receiver fan growing up. And then, obviously, Drew, the whole journey, was a great part of the team and a great person to us and just on and off the field. And But more recently, uh, Mike Thomas and I had a little relationship. And he was a great guy and reached out to me about stuff in college and how I was doing with that transition. He was just a part of the journey for me, and it's been really cool to have some cool relationships with some of the great players over the years. Connor, we've been talking with a lot of former and current players um these past couple of days and they've kind of told some funny stories or even just regular stories about your dad. What can you tell us that maybe the media or the world doesn't know that happened in the, the Peyton household um, during those 16 years that, that that was funny. And it it kind of took the, the, you know, the head coaching side of Sean Payton, you know, and, and threw that out the window. What kind of stood out to you? What was one of the funnier things you remember throughout these 16 years? So I remember once I was probably 10 or 11 years old, and it was 2011 draft, so I was 11. And uh, I was always, at the time, of course, as a kid, you love Mark Ingram, the Heisman winners. You love those guys that are famous and talk, everybody's talking about them. So I was really hoping we'd get them. And my dad was like, yeah, we, we might get them. We'd like them on our board, blah, blah, blah. And then our pick comes. He's still on the board, and I'm pumped. I'm telling all my friends, we're getting Mark. Everybody's going crazy. And we draft Cam Jordan, who obviously turns out to be one of the best players in franchise history and a great guy as well. But – Obviously, as a kid, and you see a defensive player get drafted, you're like, "What the hell?" And uh, <laughs> but then I, he, so I texted him and was like, "What? Why? What?" I told everybody, and he was just like, "Hey, listen, just wait a second. And then five or so picks later, we traded right back up on the board, and I was the hero once again. There it is, exactly. See, you had, you were the inside source. You knew it all along. You just didn't know exactly when that pick was going on. And right, especially right. With the moving up. Sean Payton loves moving up. In see, the I, I would always think too because obviously it, it you know, I not anywhere near the same level, right? I'm a talk show host and all this stuff. So I come home for my son Carver. I'm just dad. It's like, you know, we have to build this Lego or he wants this toy. <laughs> Something's important. Uh, I wonder uh, along the lines of what Jordan is saying too. I, I'm sure there were some times he walks in and look, um, either there's a test to study for, there's a test you didn't do well for or something or a project that needs to be done. And Saints kind of on the back burner, at least for that moment, huh? Oh yeah. He, he had some of those, and there was another story like that. Was uh, the year we went to the Super Bowl, so the NFC Championship game weekend. He promised me he'd come paintball with me, and I was like, "Dad, we're doing this." And Saturdays before the game, he had a little off time, so we were going to go do it. But during that game, a lot of people don't know he had like a huge fever, and he was sick and the flu and everything. 
but he still committed and came to paintball with me. And he was saying how he was just camping in the back hiding because he just felt horrible the whole time, but he still had to keep that promise to me. <laughs> Put that effort out there, no doubt about it. Um, so along those lines, look, obviously some fans will look at that year off a little differently, perhaps, than you did. You got that for a little bit. And, right. and to see the movie coming out tomorrow, Home Team, what's that been like? I mean, not only did you get a chance to be on the sideline with an NFL team, be a part of a Super Bowl run, but now that one year that probably a lot of Saints fans don't ever want to remember, including your dad, <laughs> turns out to be a, a fun movie for the family on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, that year was so unique. Because obviously, as a kid, I had those desires like most kids do, where you're like, oh, I want my dad to coach, and I want him to be a part of this for me. And obviously, as a football coach, our seasons were always the same. So, But this year was such a unique experience, and it was so cool just to kind of see it now played out into like a good comedy movie that's coming out, because I feel like it's a great story that people want to hear, and it was a great season for all of us and everybody involved. Be honest. What what did y'all get to like choose the actors? Did you have a wish list? Did your dad want you know like somebody? Really? I'm assuming I mean, they had they had to. No, I mean, come on, Connor. Be honest. <laughs> Who did you want to play you, Connor? Uh, I, the thing is with the kid actors, it's kind of hard because I mean they're so always new, and a lot of the kids you don't really know by name. But the kid who's playing me, Tate Bloom, he, he's a great kid. And he, he's a better athlete than I was at that age, so he's definitely making me look better. <laughs> but I I know there was a lot of great kids trying on the team, and so I think Tate is doing a great job. I hear you, man. Um, are you all having a watch party or something tomorrow? Yeah, we're going. So there's no premiere or anything like that, but I'm going out to visit my sister. She lives out in California. And we're going to go. They're have, they just moved into a new house, and we're going to go watch it there. Cool. Um, before we let you go, man, obviously, look, it, it's a chapter that's you know been closed for an extent, but it's always going to be around. Do, do you remember, outside of football, things that kind of will stay with you being a New Orleanian for some time? Yeah, I mean, I just think, the culture and just the passion for the football team, but just the passion for anything that's bigger than yourself, I think will always stick with me and just what New Orleans people do the best. And I think that will never leave my heart. I always ask this, Connor, to a lot of players that have left here as well. And I guess it's kind of coincides with the city. Favorite places to eat and stuff that you miss or places that you like to go. I'll definitely miss a lot of places. There was a, We always went to Desi's too after a big win was always fun. And then, some of the college bars I'll, I'll miss going to as a young kid and thinking I was so cool going there. But, I mean, well, I definitely won't be missing it because I'll probably be coming back often <laughs> to go back to my favorite places. I hear you, man. Desi's is a solid place as well. Connor, man, appreciate the time. I know it's probably been a, an interesting week for you, but I, I think there's one thing that's probably cool as well that I hope to pass on to my kid one day to be proud of, you know, and, and that you have a legacy. And you guys, your family name, and obviously you and your sister and your dad and the rest of your family – it's going to be tied to New Orleans forever, man. And obviously, hopefully, those memories last forever. And dude, we, you kind of grew up in front of our eyes as well. So we kind of, kind of our family. We really are. No, and I, I love how the city has treated us that way this whole time. And I will always feel a part of New Orleans and the Saints culture. And I can't be more grateful for it. Solid, man. Good luck and success, man, with the movie and everything and everything else you guys are doing. Thank you so much. And thank you all for having me today. No, man, I appreciate the time as well. Appreciate Give Connor it, a follow over on Twitter at CTPayton19. And go look the rest of my intern I told graduates. You knew, I told you he knew me. No, no, he doesn't. Thank you, Connor. Appreciate it, buddy. You going to be all right? It's okay if he doesn't know. Sorry. <laughs> He knew me. He said he knew me. I'm having fun. All good. Uh, John Stinchcomb next on ESPN New Orleans.